recognition that he's ever wanted to recognize that he is God. And there's none other beside him. Thank God. When you know that, when you know that he's God and there's no other God beside him, what a revelation. What a revelation. Let's love him. Jesus, I pray. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I thank you, Jesus. I appreciate you, oh God. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How magnificent you are, oh God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise Praise God. Praise God. God bless our class. Turn your neighbor and greet them. Let them know how happy you are to see them. Thank you so much, Brother Dylan, singers, musicians. Wonderful job. Thank God. I have become more confident in our youth than ever before. You know, I, I've heard it many times. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen to the next generation. I know what's going to happen to the next generation. They're going to live for God. Amen. And they're going to carry on. Oh, thank the Lord for young people that are dedicated and want to do something for the Lord. Amen. I read on Facebook about uh, kids going to Brazil and, and uh, other places of the world excited about it and then they show pictures of them praying with folks getting the Holy Ghost isn't that wonderful hallelujah the kingdom of God will go on it will go on praise God thank the Lord uh, it's good to see uh, the feats here this morning God bless them Sammy and his wife God bless them good to see them uh, it's a good place to be in the house of the Lord Amen. It's a good place for everybody to be in the house of the Lord. I appreciate all of you that are here this morning. Uh, Brother Terry and Sister Janelle are, are having a little R&R. &R and and uh, I know Brother Terry's enjoying it. I don't know about Sister Janelle uh, because they're living in a cabin or they're staying in a cabin that's got a uh, little smell to it. But uh, <laughs> I, I tell my wife, I said, uh, when we go to a motel and say, after we get there and go to sleep, we don't know where we are. Uh, just uh, pray for them that the Lord's hand would be upon them. And uh, I appreciate the prayers for us, my wife and I, as we out on, went on our journey and came back. Uh, I was talking to one of, one of my cousins, uh, Leroy Buller, and he said, uh, Carol, he said, I don't know about y'all yet. Y'all just take off and, and go in an old car. And, and uh, I said, well, I call it the boat. It floats. <laughs> it just floats right on down the road. And we appreciate your prayers. And we always are concerned about your, your prayers for us, keeping our back and keeping us protected. And, and the Lord has done that. Amen. Somebody said the Lord even keeps fools, you know. He keeps old men, too. And old ladies. <laughs> you have your, have your Bible, turn to Acts, the second chapter, and the 40th verse. Uh, 
Scripture says, And with many other words did he testify and exhort, saying, Save yourselves from this untoward generation. I, I'm very concerned about uh, what's happened in our world today. We've never seen it like it has today. Uh, I remember growing up and feeling comfortable and, and, and peaceful and restful and, and uh, feeling like when things are in control, you had a good president and he, when he spoke, everybody listened and respected it. Uh, they uh, enjoyed life, but we are, we are in, a, in a treacherous time in our world today. We're, we're living in an untoward generation, a generation. I, I spoke about our young people living for God, and I thank the Lord for that. But I'll I tell you what, uh, we're, we're living in an untoward generation, a generation that is uh, going away from God. Hebrews 12 and 1 says, Wherefore seeing we also are compassed about so great a cloud of witnesses, let us lay it aside every weight of the sin that so easily beset us and let us run with patience the race that is set before us. We are running a race, folks. We are running a race. And I just kind of believe that those that have gone over before us, their spirit is overlooking heaven right now and saying, come on, folks, we made it, you can make it. How many believes that? We can make it. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord. The writer uh, of the scripture is telling us that he's given us the red light, uh, our caution light, uh, then. That was back then, the, right after the day of Pentecost. And he, after he preached, repent, be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sin, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then this scripture comes out, save yourselves from this untoward generation. You see, today, uh, there's much wiser and more wicked today than ever before. The current of sin is wider than it's ever been before. And if you're not careful and get too close to uh, the current of sin, you'll be swept in, into it. And uh, not even knowing about it. Uh, Brother Ron was talking about uh, sliding down a slippery hill and having a hard time stopping and a hard time getting up. I'll tell you what, our world is that way today. It's a slippery hill. It, it's old clay and it's water on, on it. And if you're not careful, you'll slip. So you've got to save yourself. Everybody said, save yourself. Amen, amen. God's word speaks to us. And he said, when the enemy comes in like a flood, today I believe it's like a tsunami. Amen. Just rushing down and pushing and doing everything it can to destroy. And, uh, and the scripture talks about an untoward. What is untoward? Untoward is not favorable. It is troublesome. It is adverse, contrary uh, to living for God. Uh, some of you have to face that. Your husband, your friends, you've got to face that, uh, that current and that pressure of living for God. You know, people are not for you. 
Uh, they say they are, but they're not really for you because the enemy is there fighting and pushing. It's, it's hard to guide and it's hard to control. It's unruly. That's, I'm talking about untoward. It's improper, unseemly, awkward. Uh, that, that spirit is in our world today. Have you recognized it? Sure, you've recognized it. It's in our world. It's against us. And, and, it, and it talks about uh, a character of the brood, uh, brutish. Uh, what is the characteristics of a brute? Uh, they're crude in their feeling and manner, sensual, carnal, rough, uncivilized. And, and, and the Lord is trying to pull us today and saying, Come on, folks, gird yourself up. Uh, stand up like a man. Be, be ready to fight the course of the enemy. Let's praise him right now. Jesus, I thank you for it. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Our, our world is, is in sad situation. It, it takes a will. Everybody say a will. It takes a will uh, to press on. You've you got to get up in the morning, look yourself in the mirror and say, I'm going to make it today. I've got my mind made up. Like the song, i got my foot on the rock. I'm going to stand. I'm not going to let the enemy push me around. I've got the will to live, the facility, a conscious, a deliberate choice, an action, a volition, amen, an act of incidence asserting one's choice. This is what I want to do. This is what I'm going to do, amen. What are you doing? You're saving yourself. Nobody's going to make up your mind. Nobody's going to crawl up in your head and say, come on now, we're going to do it. You have to do it. Amen. You must make the choice. Amen. I see folks in here uh, that's made up their mind. Thank God. That's broke, broken away from the world. Uh, shackle, taking the shackles off of their lives. I'm, I'm going to make it. It is my determined intention Amen. And this old saying is, where there is a will, there's a way. Amen. And the scripture says, he'll make a way. Come on now. Where there seemeth no way. Thank the Lord. Don't sit down on your hands and say, I can't make it. You can make it. Amen. Old song says, I'm determined. I've made up my mind. I'm going to serve the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank God for determination. I'll never forget when I first received the Holy Ghost. Well, actually, I had, had received it when I was a kid. Uh, but I got it a little later on in life. And, and when I got it, I, I said, I'm going to keep it. And so the one word I used, Lord, give me determination. I need determination. You know, it's, it's easy to yield to the flesh, and it's easy to give up. It's easy to turn in the, uh, throw in the towel. But I'm telling you, friend, when you make up your mind and the Lord gives you that determination, thank the Lord, thank the Lord. I saw somebody the other day, and uh, 
said, uh, I, I'm trying to live for God. I said, let me tell you, if you want to live for God, all of heaven will be behind you. If you don't want to live for God, all hell will get behind you. Amen. So let's let the Lord help us. Thank the Lord. The scripture said, had it not been for the Lord, where would Israel be? Well, I'll, I can say, had it not been for the Lord, amen, where would we be, Brother Ed? Thank God. Thank the Lord for the Lord that's in our life. Hallelujah. I, I saw the big old prince uh, on, on the screen when I walked in about grace. Oh, thank the Lord for grace. Hallelujah. Amen. You know what grace is? It's just enough. It's not too much. It's not overly, but it's just enough. Amen. Amen. Oh, I'm going to say you don't have an excuse not to live for God. Amen. Because all of heaven is available for you in every situation that you ever get into. You say, my situation's bad. Well, sometimes when we're looking from our viewpoint, we think it's bad. Uh, but I, I want you to know somebody else is going through something that's worse than what we're going through. But thank God for the grace of the Lord to whosoever will. Praise God. Praise God. The scripture says that Lot uh, took to well-watered plains of, of, uh, of, of the city. Well-watered plains of uh, what now? Anyway, it was well-watered plains. Around Sodom and Gomorrah. Amen. And when he separated from Abraham. And, he, uh, and, and so after a while, he, he pitched his tent toward Sodom. And uh, that was a bad choice. Uh, whichever way you pitch your tent, that's where you're going. Amen. And see, the influence of Sodom uh, drew them from the, from the tent to the city. And when they went into the city, uh, the Bible said that Lot's, his heart was vexed and it was charged with, with feelings and not, things are not doing well, not good. Even when the angels of the Lord came into the city to give him the message to leave, why uh, the city came around his house and, and tried to destroy, uh, get the angels outside that we may know them. And so uh, they had to strike with their eyes with blindness. Uh, but finally they got the message and, and said, you got to leave. you got to leave. you got to get out of this place. God is fixing to destroy this world and your world. And, and so they, they started out with the angels pulling them out of the city. And, uh, and as they walked through the city, they saw things that were attached to their lives, their mind and their spirit. And uh, as they walked by the shoe store, uh, Miss Lot looked at that and said, I hate, hate to leave this. And, and uh, no doubt, uh, uh, old Mr. Lot looked at the donut shop and said, man, I I'm going to miss this. But the message was, get out. Get out, leave. Get away from this place. Amen. The only message that they had in their lives was, you got to get out of here. If you don't get out of here, you're not going to save yourself. 
So the only saving voice was to get out, move out, get away. If, if you want to save yourself. And so as the angels were pulling them out of the city and, uh, and Lot's wife could not contain herself, she looked back to the city that she loved. You see, she was going out of the city, but the city was still in her heart. Beware. Beware. Amen. I, I, I'm not a sportsman. I'm not going to condemn you for it. But I tell you what, our world, the spirit of the world is in sports. Now, I'm not going to get too many amens, but, but the spirit of the world is in sports. And if you're not careful, if you're not very careful, that spirit can get into you. And it can become more important. Uh, it, it's at the time of life when, when churches are putting up big TV screens in, in the gym and uh, on that special night when the game is, is really critical and, and the world is looking, they will dismiss church to watch the game. Tell me if that's a spirit. Tell me if that's not something that can get a hold of you. Amen. Again, I say I'm not against sports, but I'm against the spirit of the sports. Amen. I'm talking about saving yourself. Come on, we need to shake ourselves. What, what is our idol? What is that that's between us and, and the Lord? We need to save ourselves. Amen. Amen. Uh, don't worry, I'm not going to pastor anymore. Amen. I'm just here taking Brother Terry's place, uh, preaching what I feel like is on my heart. Uh, sometimes we need to touch these points in our life to check and see if that is the most important thing in life. God help us. God help us. Amen. So Lot, all he had to do was just get out. Lot's wife, all she had to do to save herself would just march out of the city. They didn't, they didn't uh, uh, Lot made it, but she didn't because it was in her heart, it was in her soul, and she lost her, her, her life. Amen. Jesus made mention. He said, remember Lot's wife. We can remember a lot of things about her, but one thing is that the spirit of Sodom and Gomorrah was in her soul bad that she lost her life. I'm talking about we need to cry unto the Lord to save our lives, save ourselves from this untoward generation. Amen. The Scripture says, I cried unto the Lord. Everybody said, I cried unto the Lord. A wonderful message last Wednesday night. The old saying goes, if you missed it, you missed one of the most important services of your life. Amen. Talking about crying unto the Lord. Amen. Aren't you glad that when you cry to him, he said he would hear us. Thank God. The scripture said, I cried unto the Lord and he saved me. You've got to do the crying. Nobody else can save you but you. You've got to do the crying. And if you do the crying, 
the Lord will hear you. I often think about the children in, uh, in Israel, in uh, Egypt. Uh, I, I believe when the cry uh, of her, their mouth became the cry of their heart, the Lord heard them. Because the Lord said, Hey, Moses, I heard the cry of the children of Israel. Amen. And that's when he sent a Savior. Praise God. And when you cry unto the Lord, come on, folks, we need to cry unto the Lord for salvation in our lives. Not just that one-time experience of the altar, but we need to cry unto him. Israel became rebellious and began to talk about their leader. And the Lord delivered them out of Egypt. Oh, would God we had stayed in Egypt with the leeks and the onions and all the things that we had there. And, and when they began to cry on the Lord, the Lord sent fiery serpents unto them. Amen. And, and, and when they started biting them, they, they began to die. And, and they cried to Moses, Moses, stop this. Uh, please help us. And uh, the Lord said, Moses, uh, make a, a fiery serpent brazen serpent and, and put it on a pole and everybody that looks at it they'll be healed you know what some of them didn't do it some of them were just so rebellious uh, that they would not do anything I, I tell you rebellion is, is like a witchcraft amen study witchcraft see what it does and, and so, so all they had to do was just look Turn around and look at that serpent, brazen serpent, and they would be saved. Thank God. Thank God for a way. The Lord always makes a way. Praise God. Peter, when he was going down for the last time, and uh, uh, I don't know, he, he was an old old fisherman, on, uh, been on the lake a, long, a lot of times, and probably fell over the boat a lot of times, but this time he recognized that he needed help, and he cried, Save me, Lord! <clears throat> and the Lord saved him. Praise God. I I'm telling you, folks, the answer is just talking to the Lord, calling on him. Praise God, praise God. I, I think about uh, John 3 and 5 where uh, Jesus talked to Nicodemus. Jesus answered, Very, very, I say unto thee, except a man is born again of the water and the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of heaven. Amen. That which is born of the, of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. Amen. Marvel not. Everybody say marvel not that I say unto thee, you must be born again. Amen. The word, I'm telling, the Lord speaks to Nicodemus and said, uh, uh, the wind bloweth wherever it goeth, but uh, uh, you don't hear the sound of it. You don't know where it came, comes from. Amen. Uh, Nicodemus answered and said unto him, What and how can I be born again uh, when, when I've already been born? Jesus answered and said unto him, uh, You're a master in Israel, and you don't know these things. Verily I say unto thee, uh, We speak not of the things that's known, and testify that of which have not seen, and receive not. Uh, our witness. Amen. If I have told you earthly things, you'd believe it. 
How shall you believe? I tell you heavenly things. Amen. Nicodemus was a, a ruler in Israel, and he came to Jesus by night and said, What must I do? Amen. And, and Jesus said, You need to repent. Amen. You need to be born again of the water and the spirit. And, uh, and that was, that's the case today, folks. If you want to save yourself, you need to be born again. Of the water and the spirit, praise God, praise God. So, uh, being saved, uh, after, after, Jesus, after the day of Pentecost, or rather before the day of Pentecost, uh, there was about 500 that saw him go away. But only 120 uh, went on to the upper room. You know, uh, I, I wondered about the other folks that uh, decided not to go. I, I wonder if they had any concern for their salvation, any concern about what the Lord tells them to do. He told them to go tarry in Jerusalem until you've been due with power from on high. I wonder why some folks just cannot get it. Amen. Uh, I don't know. I'm just going to linger I'm not going to do anything about it. But you see, those that did not go did not hear the words of Peter. Amen. Repent and be baptized. Every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sin, you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Amen. I know this is old hat, but I want to tell you, folks, this is the core of our salvation. If we don't believe this, will not be saved. Praise God. I, I think about uh, a man in the 10th chapter of Acts, Cornelius, uh, a man that believed in God, a man that paid on, man that uh, gave to the poor, built synagogues. He, he did all kinds of things. Yet when he was praying, the angel said, send for Peter and he'll tell you whereby you and your house can be saved. Amen. That's, that's all you got to do, Carnius. Amen. And, and so he did in order to save himself and his house. He sent for Peter. Peter came and preached. Thank the Lord. He said, I, I perceive that God is no respective person. He is no respective person. He is no respective person. Amen. It doesn't make a difference who they are. Thank God. Uh, on our travels, we saw all kinds of of people living for God, Asian, black people, amen, Indians, uh, folks that, uh, of all types and all walks of life because God is no respective person. And the scripture said, while he yet spake, the Holy Ghost fell on them and they all received the Holy Ghost and Peter baptized them. Thank God. You see, it, it's on my part. It's, it's on your part. You, you have got to recognize that you have to do something. It's me, O oh Lord, standing in need of prayer. It's you, O oh Lord, that's standing in the need of prayer. Praise God. Praise God. So Cornelius uh, received that wonderful experience. And then I read in, in the Acts, the 19th chapter, uh, the first verse, the, and and it came to pass that uh, while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul is having passed through the upper coast, 
came to have to find in certain disciples. And he said unto them, have you received the Holy Ghost? Now I want you to recognize the first question that he asked those 12 disciples of John that have you received the Holy Ghost? Now what's wrong with the Holy Ghost? It's everything, folks. Thank the Lord. Have you received the Holy Ghost since you believe? Thank the Lord. He said unto them, uh, we have, they said unto them, we have not so much heard there whether there be any Holy Ghost. And he said unto them, uh, unto what then were you baptized? And he said unto John baptized. And he said, John verily baptized unto repentance, saying there's one coming after me that would baptize you with the Holy Ghost and fire. Say, what's wrong with the Holy Ghost? Amen. You need to have it. You got to have it. They received well, your salvation. Praise God. 1 Timothy 4.16 says, Take heed unto thyself, unto the doctrine. Continue in them, for in them this thou shalt both save thyself and them that hear you. Amen. Thank God for salvation. Everybody needs the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Everybody should proclaim the message. Praise God. My wife and I were in a restaurant, and a uh, big old tall, husky-looking waiter came in, and, and we got to talking to him, and, and uh, he told us that he was a preacher, and, and of course, I, I directed him to the book of Acts and, and uh, receiving the Holy Ghost, and, and, uh, and I said, uh, you st he said, I said, you start preaching in the book of Acts. He said, well, there's a lot of places uh, to preach out of the Bible. Ah, yes, it is. But only the book of Acts will you find salvation for your soul. Praise God. Praise God. There will be times when we are spent, disappointed, sick of people, not hearing and heeding uh, the strong admonition. Amen. What do we need to do? We need to go back to the altar where we first had our call. And James said, 1 in 20, But you, beloved, building up yourselves in the most holy faith, praying in the Holy Ghost or the Holy Spirit. Keep yourselves in love of God, looking for the mercy of, of our Lord Jesus Christ unto eternal life. So what, what shall we do? We need to save ourselves. Amen. It's, it's like a chess game. You know, every move has been made in, in the part of Jesus. It's your move. And, and it's not checkmate. It's not where you cannot make a move. I mean, he's got everything planned for your salvation. He went on the cross. He died, shed blood, went to the to the. Uh, tomb, came back, uh, resurrected, amen, and, and then told his disciples to go tarry in Jerusalem uh, until you're being due with power from high. What are you saying? I'm saying that everything has been done for your salvation. Everything that he could ever do for you has been done. Now, it's up to you. It's your move. It's your time to say, I'm going to save myself. It's your time to say within your heart, Lord, I believe. 
I, I want to receive your salvation. Come on, he's not, you're not waiting on him. He's waiting on you. Amen. It, it's you that has to make up your mind. It, it's you who's got to make that choice because he's calling you. He's begging, he's pleading with you, desiring, amen. He, he's, he's talked to you while you're riding your pickup truck. Come on now. He, he talks to you when you get out of that truck and go to your living room and sit in that recliner. And uh, before you flip that, that switch on the TV, uh, you can feel that urgent call on the inside. You recognize that you've got a wife, you've got a children, you, you've got uh, relatives that are dependent upon your influence and your choice. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me, folks? Come on now. The Lord's calling you. He's, he's admonishing you. Amen. He gives you a wonderful church. It's air-conditioned. Uh, the pews are so comfortable that if you're not careful, you'll go to sleep. He's offered all these things. A good pastor. Uh, a, a good music uh, uh, place. Amen. Good, good singers. Good, good people that can know to, how to bring down the Holy Ghost. Uh, what else could you ask for? Amen. What else? Uh, what are you waiting on? Come on, I'm telling you, it's time to save yourself. Save yourself. I only thing I fear in life is is the things that's coming upon our world and, and our, our grandchildren and great grandchildren are, are having to face all these things. That's the only thing I fear. Amen. I, I'm, I'm telling you, because of the condition of our world, we need to save ourselves. Brother Paul, we need to fall on our face and cry out to God. Now, not only for ourselves, the Bible says in saving yourself, you save others. Amen. Others, others, come on. Uh, we must walk in such a way that the Lord will see that we're sincere and that our salvation is nearer than we think. Folks, this thing's fixing to wrap up. Not only preachers are crying out against our, uh, the condition of our world, uh, the media is crying out against the things that are happening. Amen. Preachers are, have prophesied that these things are coming to pass. Uh, and, uh, and I'm screaming here today, save yourself from this generation that's come upon us. Amen. Let us all stand. Oh, God, you know every need. You see every individual, oh, Lord. You know their heart. You recognize their spirit, Jesus. I pray that you would save God. Oh, God, let the word scream in their ears and their minds. Save yourself from this untoward generation. Oh, God. Oh, God. I wonder if you've got any loved ones that you'd like to see saved. 
Would you cry unto the Lord? Jesus. 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 Intervene, my God. Touch our heart. Touch our life. My Lord, my God, you see the need. Oh God. What about it, sir? Does something touch your heart this morning? Something rung a bell in your mind that lets you know, Lord, I need you. I've got to have you. Oh, Jesus. Church, let's pray. Jesus. Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Amen.